Welcome to A Chef's Table. I'm Chef Jim Coleman. Peasant food, rustic food, comfort food. No matter what you call it, down-home regional dishes passed from generation to generation remain our favorites. Today we celebrate the home cook and enjoy simple meals from kitchens around the world. We talked to a cookbook author who scoured the world looking for hearty and unpretentious dishes. Then, Mr. Cutlets joins us and gives us an insider's look at innards, those cuts of meat you won't find at the supermarket. Also, mixing local history with great food on a walking tour of New York City neighborhoods. But first, when we talk about good, honest food, no one can be true Italian cuisine. Mario Batali is well known for his Italian restaurants, cooking shows, and cookbooks. I asked about his book, Malto Italiano, and its emphasis on simplicity. These are recipes that are much more based on shorter ingredient lists, shorter technical steps lists, and really much more representative of what I would call the cucina della nonna, or the grandmother or motherly cooking. Italian cooking is really based on the matriarch, generally, and when the Italians talk about their best meals, they rarely talk about them as having been at a restaurant. It's almost always at aunt somebody's house or grandma's house or mom's house. And what about you growing up? Was your family, your parents good cooks? What, did, what, was, what was your Italian food like as a child? I was very lucky. I grew up in Washington State, both eastern and uh, western Washington State. It's funny, when I was growing up in eastern Washington State, it used to be hop vines and cattle fields. Now, with the invent of Pinot Noir and Syrah, it's croquet and polo over there. So it's a little <laughs> suspicious. But where I grew up, our family, all my aunts, all my uncles, all my cousins, my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad, everyone cooked something. Everybody had a dish or something that they were participating in. And in addition to that, we also had the bounty. So around us, I mean, you know, I, I grew up in the suburbs outside of Seattle, and we would go down to a road called Dash Point Road, and there were blackberry bushes for 100 yards. So you could just pick all the free blackberries you wanted, and then we would come home and make them into pies and jam and jelly and all that stuff for the year. In the same sense, when there was spring onion time or when there were morels or when there were chanterelles, we would just go out as a family to create these different kinds of antipasti and come home and work on them, sit in the backyard under the tree and pickle all this stuff and put it in jars. And basically our little cellar out, which is basically in our garage, had all of these pickled preserves, frozen pies in the freezer. And that was just part of the way we grew up. We didn't think it was special. It was just the way that we did things. So I was always surrounded by people that were involved in food and pickling and the seasons, although no one really went into it professionally except for myself. When people traveled Italy, and I mean, I always forget how simple the food is, but once again, it's those key ingredients. Can right. you recreate that simplicity with the products that are available? I mean, obviously, seasonality is important, uh, but right. talk about how simple it is in Italy and then trying to recreate that simplicity here. Well, I think understanding, I think most of the simplicity is truly based on the confidence of a cook. If you're confident that you have the right ingredients, you don't feel the need. I mean, for example, you do a, a dish of pappardelle with peas. In, in Emilia-Romagna. And there is no chicken stock. There's no reduced uh, veal stock. There's no mascarpone cream. There's no rosemary, parsley, sage, and thyme, you know, the Garfunkel and Simon trio of herbs. <laughs> it's just peas, pappardelle, butter, and parmesan. And once you have the confidence in those peas that they're perfect, then and you made your own noodles, you don't need to add all those things. So what it really comes down to is trusting your own purchasing sense. What it comes down to is, uh, for example, there's a great product down in Pennsylvania called Scrapple. Now, they wouldn't ever use scrapple in Italy, but they might use head cheese. So if you